Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, Oh, they made how many of those? Yeah, damn stupid ass movies. <laughs> and we oh. give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps. And I'm here with... Are you sure it's not Indiana Jones? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am Snakes. Elizabeth Helley. <laughs> Tyler Hymanson. Oh, We're being real grumpy today. God. I don't even know whose idea was it to do this. <laughs> Anyways. You better not start singing Grand Torino. <laughs> no, we're in a heat wave. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, welcome back. To the podcast, everyone. We took a little break, and we are back just in time for some festive Thanksgiving-themed, at least one Thanksgiving-themed right. film. Uh, and we are, uh, you know, if you if you hadn't guessed, you probably didn't guess, but we're going to be talking about Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> That's right. And it's the sole movie. sequel. The movie. Yeah. Yeah. Not just in general. Not like, just do, in general. do you know any Grumpy Old Men? <laughs> a lot. A, a lot. <laughs> Um, but not, uh, not, not, uh, <laughs> not the 2024 presidential election. Oh boy! Oh boy! Um, Art swerve. Before, <laughs> yeah. hey, this is a comedy show. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, before we before we get into it, uh, Elis, where can people reach out to us? Yes, we need ideas for the new year. So please let us know what franchises you want to hear about uh, at sequelrights at gmail or find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And rate and review us wherever you are listening. Those ratings help other people find the podcast or share out uh, this episode or other episodes that you've enjoyed anywhere that you uh, have social media. Um, and as a prompt, I don't know if we wanted to talk about this in the main episode, but I think it would be fun to hear from our listeners. If you were casting a uh, modern-day grumpy old men, uh, who who would you uh, who would you pair up in oh, the, yeah. the classic odd couple uh, encore that we're getting here of uh, uh, Walter Matthau and Jack Lemon. I choose the rotting corpses of Jack Lemon. <laughs> An AI. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Now with the new deal, when they in did play. so many movies together. They can probably yeah, conjure probably it up with, with Haley Joel Osment. You're probably right. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. Well. There you go. We're talking about Grumpy Old Men, the movie from 1993. I almost said 1933. 1993, <laughs> romantic comedy starring uh, 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 Jack Lemmon, Walter Matthau, and Anne Margaret, yeah. amongst other people, as we'll get into it. This year, this movie is 30 years old. Whoa. That's crazy. Where yeah. are all the Grumpy Old Men 30th anniversary? I know. <laughs> uh, like, big events. Celebration. There's not even, like, another Blu-ray release or anything. Where have all the Grumpies gone? <laughs> That's right. Where have they gone? He was. That was the right response to that. Yeah, but this movie is on Paramount Plus. Yep, for, for you now. to watch. For this, now, this lovely Warner Brothers film is on Paramount Plus. <laughs> Make sense of that, which Wait, just dude. cut a ton more content this week. Oh boy! Oh boy! We'd love to hear it, but yeah. not really. That was a joke. Physical media. <laughs> Buy it. <laughs> Trailer. <Yeah. laughs> Let's go. Move on. Let's do it. Here we go. Three, two, trailer. You think you can take me? Come on. All right, 1937, it's Oddfield. Oh, and my ball. God. I kicked your ass after football practice when you stole it. my liniment. You kicked Jack my Lemon and Walter Matthau. Believe me, this man is a menace. He's always drinking, starting fights. Isn't that right? They're both grumpy old men. <laughs> 
Why don't you do the world a favor and pull your lip over your head and swallow? <laughs> Idiot. Eat my shorts. So, so what? But after 50 years... What? ...of fighting over nothing... What? What? So? What? They finally found something. Holy. Oh, my God. Moly. Worth fighting for. See, women get obsessed with me. It's like one of them fatal attraction things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and if you think that song is only in the trailer and not in the actual movie, you'd be wrong. wrong. And it plays almost in full. And it's almost <laughs> as if it was written for the film yeah. with the way they use it in the movie. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Welcome to Wabasha, Minnesota. Wabasha. For this week's episode of Sequel Rights. <laughs> it's uh, a lot. There's a lot of snow in this movie. There is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of old people. So many old people. I, I was watching this and I was like, you know what? I think this movie is going to have to go toe to toe with a Christmas story for the like most Midwest movie <laughs> oh, really? match off. I don't know. It's like pretty. I was wondering your thoughts on that aspect of it. It's yeah. pretty intense. I think. Well, cause I mean, have we, we did, there was a Larry, the cable guy, one where we already talked about ice fishing. That right? was a jingle all the that way. Was a jingle yeah, the way and too. so we've already spoken about ice fishing, but I was still just as bewildered this time. Yes. And this, I feel like, is a way more accurate description oh, yeah? of how everything is and like the life. You know, there's like a whole community out there, like lady selling. She's got her own. Store yeah, well, out you there. like People bring live. your shack out there and you just leave it there all winter. Yeah, that's legal. Yeah, certain places. Oh my God. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I've never gone ice fishing myself. I, I think I had the opportunity once, but never did go. Um, but uh, yeah, I just think like this does a really great job of showing that other side of like, you know, we got in Christmas story, like really sweet, like suburban. Right. Uh, right. N- now here we're getting like still suburban, but smaller town and like dive bars and, and just, curmudgeons. Like, the, yeah. The old people curmudgeons that exist. Yeah. You might call them grumpy. Grumpy. I was thinking about like how the genre of movie like doesn't exist out anymore outside of Brad, Bad Grandpa, which I did not see. What about but... old dogs? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm half kidding. What, what about the women's version? The 80 for Brady yeah, book club. That, that's uh, true. Yeah, all that's those. True. Yeah. Uh, but I think that there the novelty of like this generation swearing and saying like dirty jokes is funnier in 1993 than it is uh, with the generation of that is this age now because it's like most of the stories are are that that wholesome image is not the same as it was uh, yeah. emerging from the 50s and 60s. I was having that thought like watching this movie. I was thinking like some there, there's a few parts that are actually <clears throat> excuse me actually still a little bit funny, um, but I feel like in general the humor is geared towards you know like dads and old people. That's right. Like my dad and people older than that. And, you know, we were talking a little bit about like, yeah, why hasn't there been like 30th anniversary stuff? And like, so maybe this like style of comedy is just aging out a little bit. All the fans are best away. <laughs> That's true. That's so I bad. Mean, it, you know, and it's also like, it, it also like, you know, stars these classic actors that were in these, you know, all these like amazing old movies, black and white and stuff. Um, and it's like, 
Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the comedy is very geared towards like the nursing home. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, it is interesting. I mean, maybe it's like more like this in the Midwest or back in the 90s, but like neither of them and no one ever br- even brings up the idea of a nursing home for any of these people or mm-hmm. a retirement village, you know, like the way that we have now. Maybe they didn't have like the fancy kind back then, but not like they talk about the going to the VFW, but that's just to hang out. Like nobody. Yeah. Well, so, it's also like, you know, it, they it, live alone, like mm-hmm. independently. And, and the movie's called Grumpy Old Men, but I also kind of felt like how old are they supposed to be? Like the one guy's dad is still alive. Right. Well, they specifically stuff? said that Jack Lemon did say he was 68 okay. at one point in the movie, so which he actually that. was in real life too. So I have to assume maybe Walter Matha was also, maybe he was playing same as he was 73 when they made it or when that came out. I didn't exactly calculate it, but yeah, like, wow. So they're five years apart in real life in the movie. I feel like they were playing same age because they, they fought over the same woman. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. Because they were like childhood friends. I'm sure they were probably the same age. Yeah. But Aunt Margaret was a shockingly young 52 years old. Yeah. (laughs) And basically the first like 30 to 45 minutes of the film is just them going like, oh my God. Yeah. Look at this lady. Who's that? And I was just like, I was watching this like, I was imagining Elis being like, why did we, what do we want? Well, okay. So we originally picked this because I was looking up like movies that take place near Thanksgiving. And this is one of them. But also when it came up, I don't know if you want to admit this openly, Justin, but as viewers of the golden bachelor, it was on my mind um, because Gary, uh, the Golden Bachelor, is now 72. I think he was like 71 or 70 when they filmed it. Um, But he and all of the women all look way younger than all of these people. And so I think, and I'm not saying any of them look bad. I think just back then, as a culture, we were not as obsessed with looking young and defying aging or whatever. Because like... Um, and Margaret was 52. You know, Jennifer Lopez is like, what, 50 or 51? That, yeah. That's what 50 year old famous women look like now, yeah. where, you know, it's just totally, everything is so warped and different. Yeah. And a lot of people on The Golden Bachelor have, like, clearly had work done and stuff. Right. Uh, and yeah, n- nothing of that going on here yet. Um, I don't know. I did think of that the whole time, too. It's kind of funny to see how <laughs> there's some parallels in this movie of, like, some of the same kind of things that like there's a, there's a scene where we're kind of jumping around, but there's a scene where their friend Chuck talks about his time with Anne Margaret's character. Um, and he says some of the same stuff that a lot of the contestants on the golden bachelor said, like, like she made me feel like I could find love again and like feel alive. Right, and I was right. just like, wow, that's like re- people in real life are saying that weekly on that show. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that this is the point in this podcast. If we have not discussed it before that we talk about the Brimley cocoon line. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a Twitter account that uh, lets you know when a celebrity has crossed the age that Wilford Brimley was when he was in Cocoon. And this is just to reinforce Elis's point. Uh, All the members of Green Day, this is recently. Uh, I was September. Eminem, uh, Alyssa Milano. And these are people that are at least Anne Margaret's age in this movie, if not uh, older. And, like, you know, Harrison Ford is insane. 
Um, Wait, can you explain the Wilford Brimley Cocoon? Yes. So the Wilford Brimley Cocoon line is there is this movie called Cocoon that Ron Howard from Happy Days directed. Um, (laughs) It was filmed at the pool at USC. Yes. Uh, Fun fact. And Wilford Brimley is in it. In this movie, uh, there are sci-fi like alien eggs that end up in the the pool at this retirement community. At USC. And it makes all of the olds feel young. Oh, uh, and Wilford Brimley is an old man in this movie, and uh, you know it's, it's it takes place in a retirement home, and these are all people that are the same age as Wilford Brimley was when they shot Cocoon at USC. Nice, yeah. <laughs> great. So when that's it, just like one of the most common ass fun facts that they tell. Yeah. That's stupid. Gwyneth tour. Paltrow, Idris Elba. Oh like. my god! <laughs> wow. So, but Cameron yeah, Diaz. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can give them the benefit of the doubt and say they were forcing Aunt Margaret to play like what. 56 or something like i don't know but she's 52 that is 16 years younger than the youngest guy in this movie like it is just so wrong and inappropriate and like the whole time like the beginning is fine because they're both flirting with her and you don't really know how realistic it's gonna be but then once she actually starts going for it with jack lemon i was like this is ridiculous there's no way this 52 year old woman like who's like a cool widow that's a college professor is going to be getting with this guy. I mean, you know, or, or she's just like, he's across the street. That's fine. Right. <laughs> Fair. There's no Fair. one else. It, yeah, no yeah, one else. It's like, it's a small town. There's not the internet. Like, what else are you going to do? It's like, well, and it's commu- and Aussie com- Davis died. So yeah, <laughs> she's like, I'm not commuting. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, you can't drive in that snow, yeah. but you can maybe walk across the street. That's right. Oh, snowmobile. my God. Um, so yeah, we should go all the way back and talk about like what is the premise. We've gone off on tangents. Yeah, so basically, these two old guys live next to each other. They've clearly known each grumpy. other for a long time. They're and grumpy. That's the premise. They hate <laughs> each other. I mean, the 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 like. Okay, it's not it's not literally the first line, but the first line that our leads say is yeah. this: "Morning, dickhead." Hello, moron. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that kind of sets the tone from there. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I was I. Was thrown off guard by even uh, in 2023, Walter Matthau calling him a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, good. oh, it's going there. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, yeah. Um, so so they live next to each other. Um, the They're talking about um, someone moving into the old Clickner place, which I was like, man, that's like a great, that's an amazing random name. Yes. Clickner. Clickner. I don't know if that's a real last name or not, but <laughs> love it. Um and, uh, yeah, lo and behold, it's this, uh, you know, beautiful younger lady that they're all just like, oh, my God, I'm watching her all night, all day, apparently. Um, and so that kind of, like, starts off the whole rivalry of the... Of the yes, movie. between them. We do get a scene where uh, Jack Lemmon's character is being harangued by uh, a somebody knocking at his door. Right, right. Who is, uh, n- who is none other than Buck Henry. Uh, the great comedy writer and actor and writer of The Graduate, uh, playing the IRS person and being very jovial uh, in trying to evict him from his home. Which we don't know yet, but it's not yeah. good. Which, this does play into one of my big fears of when someone knocks on the door and you don't want to deal with a person that day, of just someone be aggressively like not leaving you alone. <laughs> Which has never happened to me. But it's something that I'm always like, oh, no, someone's at the door. Really? <laughs> like, they're going to try to get in. 
That's a weird phobia. <laughs> it's not a phobia. I just, yeah, I just <laughs> okay. I was just kind of like, his house is big enough. Couldn't he have just like laid in his bed? And yeah. Well, I was mostly door? surprised that like, yeah, it is pretty ridiculous that he tries this like Aladdin sneaking <laughs> yeah. out the window if, thing. If someone knocks on your door and you're not expecting it, and you're just like, I guess. But I thought it was weird that Walter Matthau, like, I was like, if you really hate him that much, you could have just ratted him out right here and movie over. Yes. So I thought, like, okay, maybe they actually, like, they do like do each other. Like each other do. But then it gets so ugly later on. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Classic, you know, guys can't express their emotions in the right way. That's right. Yeah, and the way that he figures out to um, to stick it to him is by implying that he's at a gay strip club. Yes. There is some, <laughs> some homophobia in this movie. Yeah. 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 It wasn't that bad because really he was just like, what's a crazy yeah. place I can it mention? Wasn't, but... It wasn't that bad because then Anne Margaret's in a few scenes later, her character is just Oh, like, right. Yeah, that like, was great. Like, like, are you gay? Like, it's fine. Like, <laughs> you know, but Maybe yes. in California, but not here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was, there was, I was hoping you pulled that as uh, there's a point where they're at the pharmacy and she's asking if they got her botanical oils. Oh, right. And the pharmacist is like, yes, special delivery from California. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't have, I didn't have that one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like, you know, the, the, I mean, you know, the opening of this movie really shines the, uh, you know, the chemistry that these two guys have that, mm-hmm. you know, and we, they've been in so many movies together at this point. Um, they're really like a comedic duo, the odd couple, uh, and everything. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that that opening is just really one of the best parts when he's doing that whole bit of like. John Gusterson? Oh, yeah. that, that loser freak weirdo. <laughs> you know? He's a drunk. Yeah. He's a menace. He's probably drinking. So, yeah, was, yeah. I mean, it's just really funny it's and watching funny. Jack Lemmon pretend that he's like not him. Yeah. yeah. And I think that they are dressing them up to be very old. They look very old in this movie. Walter Matthau looks super old. Yes. I have to say, I know they're five years apart, but if I went back and looked at the old photos, like Walter Matthau definitely started out hotter. Like, when he was in his prime, he was the better-looking one. And then he didn't age as well, and Jack Lemmon aged better. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I was watching an old Jack Lemmon movie. The, uh, I don't think I... you have to be a woman to realize this. Yeah. this what is am just I... I just didn't go back and look. Uh, one, of my, one of my coworkers <laughs> had a, had a, uh, has a uh, Turner Classic movie is always playing oh, in the yeah, office. Yeah. And it was a young Jack Lemmon in... And, uh, Lucille Ball was in it, and there was a lot. Ooh. It was. It's appeared to be either, uh, either way, where wh- wherever it was supposed to be said, it was it looked like it was like an Arabian Nights type of thing. Oh, no. And it was. I was like, oh, this is gonna be problematic. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh boy. <laughs> but, uh, 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 but the point was that uh, Jack Lemon did look handsome in this movie. But I think you're absolutely right. Like there was a point where like. Uh, Walter Matthau had like Rock Hudson type. Was the far yeah. more handsome one, in my opinion, when they started. He out. was like, yeah, Jacqueline was playing like the Weasley guy in this. Yeah, and the, the- but I think the extra five years just like maybe took a mm. toll on him. But this is aesthetically only. I'm sure they're both great people, and I did like that. Uh, I mean, they I think they both went shirtless in this movie. They but did. Walter Matthau did like the full <laughs> bathtub scene or whatever, yeah. and they have a blooper of him joking around about it in the credits, which is pretty funny. Yeah, but, yeah. Tyler, did you see the the post? Credits. I did watch the bloopers. Yes. Okay, yeah. Did you see the one at the very end of the credits? I did. Okay. Yes. All right. Which one was that? He's I like, if I had yeah, known yeah, there was a I mean. nude yeah. sequence in here, I should have asked for more money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Pretty funny. And the fact that you know, 
the true star of the show, obviously, is Burgess Meredith. That's right. <laughs> who who like gets all the uh, blooper? The entire reel, blooper is him. Yeah. just... Like Riffing. doing this one line yeah. over and over again. It's pretty funny. Who his age in this movie can only be described as eternal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was eighty six. Wow. When this movie, came I was out. looking at the like you know credits go by in the opening of this movie, and I was like, wow, I feel like all the actors that like Peter Griffin brings up on yeah. <laughs> Family Guy are like in this movie. All these like old actors that he always is like talking about and joking about Burgess Meredith and stuff. Um. But uh, I thought Burgess Meredith was pretty funny. He is. Just like uh, he plays uh, John Gustafson's father, who is like living out on the uh, lake. Mm-hmm. I love that he's got a shack that's got his address. Yeah, where the hell does he live the rest of the year? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Under the sea. But he's always just, uh, he's always just, you know, saying like crazy nonsense like, Kids can't live with him, can't shoot him. <laughs> that, that's that's what he said. That's what he said. That's what he says. He also says this. Colder than a witch's titty out there, isn't it? Right. <laughs> Classic. And then um their friend who owns the bait shop slash yes. diner. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah, uh is Ossie Davis who was seventy six, but in my opinion. Black don't crack, and he looks younger than both of them. Yes, he does. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then he is unceremoniously killed off. Which I think is he, I think the idea is he is supposed to be younger than all of them because he does take care of them. Like he has that thing is like, you know, your gut can't ha- handle beef jerky. Right, right. Uh, and I think it's so it's a surprise to them that he dies. Right. Uh, and it makes them, it makes them feel their age even well, more. Well, he's still but, yeah. working. Yeah, that was yeah. Yeah. Say, yeah. yeah. But yes. <laughs> He gets the first date with... Uh, he does. He does, yeah. Ariel Truax is her name. Oh. Which is a weird uh, weird last name, I thought. But. Mm. I look forward to her appearance in Thanksgiving, too. <laughs> True. <laughs> the Truax family, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, goes well. Like we said, he, 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 like, he calls her an angel and everything, and mm-hmm. then he dies the next day, yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought that she killed him at first because... Well, uh, when when it first found out, I was like, this whole movie could change right now. now. You got a 52-year-old woman killing off these old guys left and right. Like I was like, I am so here for this, and I knew it wasn't going to happen. I I was like, if the music changed right now, I would so be in for this. Well, because she she acts acts odd, oddly, slightly, like breaking into their people's houses and stealing their mail. But in kind of like a fun, nothing ever seems, you know. I don't know. I literally wrote down manic pixie dream old woman and then crossed it out and wrote angel. (laughs) Because he said specifically, she's not a woman. She's an angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she is like a old version of a manic pixie dream girl for for old men. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what this is. Yeah. Before people are talking all about that. And a murderer. (laughs) I mean, I would mind it. I still think that she was just like, I just want to know what it feels like. <laughs> so do you think she killed her first husband too? Yeah. Oh my god. Jesus. Or her other former husband. I, I, murder never crossed my mind once. I just thought she no. was weird, but then I thought, oh, like she's weird, but all of it is really genuine. Like when she, we get to have more of the scenes where she's actually having the conversations and trying yeah. to like pull out like why people talk this way or like why are you like this and who are all these people and on the murder spectrum you have no <laughs> feelings and big feelings. She's a big feelings murderer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> who likes uh, you know saunas in their front yard. That's right. right. I saw. I, I mean, just everything we set up for her the whole movie. I still just don't fall like fall for her falling for Jack Lemon. It's just no, crazy. It, I mean, it makes no sense. It is insane. It it, do, it does like if you th- yeah if you think about it that way it does make it seem like yeah she came here to purposely kill him <laughs> like like he, he was or marry him he, and then he was her him. mark and he, she, yes. and he fell for it and then yeah now but he doesn't have any money or anything so it's yeah like, that's true he's poor you, so I guess yeah. that's how you know it's real why would you marry him to steal the money yeah he he ain't got it so yeah um but uh, yeah so after after Chuck dies. <laughs> Well, we should also talk about they set up this, like, younger generation thing. Yes. So, like, Jack Lemmon has a daughter, Daryl Hannah, yep. and she has another little girl. And then they also reveal that his son died in Vietnam. Um, but then Max, uh, Walter Matthau, also has a son who's, like, running for mayor. Yeah. In late November, I was like, who has an election in early December? Because they know the results of the election before Christmas. Right. So that makes no sense. I don't. I was like, I don't think that there are any local elections held in December. But anyway, uh, he was running for mayor. He became the mayor, and he always had a thing for Daryl Hannah. New theory. And Margaret killed the mayor. There's a special. <laughs> <election>. <laughs> She does. I, I now need to do a recut of the killer trailer to this movie. <laughs> yeah, because you can use that part when she's like, "Be right. efficient." You're right. It is. It's bedtime, and then she yeah. goes to the door and locks, locks it. it. <laughs> and he's like, "What did you say?" I said, "It's we could bedtime." Re- we should recut the I said trailer. It's we could totally do it. I pulled the. This is like the trailer I played was like the classic trailer, but yeah. there was uh, for some reason an HBO Max. Oh. It was not on HBO Max, but an HBO Max like modern trailer of Grumpy Old Man. But I didn't use that one because I, mm. I like to use the original one if possible. Yeah, because you can hear the trailer guy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Um. So, yeah. And also, uh, Daryl Hannah is going through a divorce because her husband's a piece of crap. Because her husband is Shooter, Shooter McGavin. McGavin. <laughs> <laughs> young, a young Shooter McGavin. You're like, I should have known you were going to go up to yes. be a piece of, <laughs> real piece of shit. <laughs> He's also a scrawl, I think, right? No. Yes. Was he? No. I don't think he was. I can't remember. <laughs> Scrolling the Gavin? Oh, no, he was. He, he was, was a scroll. He, he was, was a scroll. He was like a Tucker Carlson scroll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, that show. Terrible. Uh, please, why did you even it. bring that up? Sorry, I was just you? thinking of other things he was in. He's been in like a thousand things. Yeah, but that was like the most recent. Okay. Also, I saw there was like some video of him super drunk at a baseball game or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> recently okay. very recently and some guys were like shoot him <laughs> yeah i was like oh my god buy him around <laughs> shoot him uh so you talked about i'm too sexy already yep. um and the whole sequence and i just thought it was really funny that you know he's like i'm too sexy for my hat <laughs> as he's like trying on, on different, different hats. hats and i was like jesus christ does the actual song repeat hat that many times i think or it do, does yeah or does it <laughs> at the very it? end it's like i'm too sexy for my hat too sexy <laughs> for my hat too sexy for my hat. oh my god i don't, I don't know, know if it's like that no one's ever actually listened to that song yeah. the whole way through by the way because <laughs> right. it always cuts off when you change scenes uh <laughs> but they also reference they reference Home Alone. Yeah, uh, they do. They reference you can Risky tell, Business. You can tell this com- came out in the nineties. We got yeah. uh, we got a Home Alone reference, which is I think a year later. Yeah, we've got Risky Business. Wait, Home Alone was a year after this? No, no, Home Alone was like I think 92? Home Alone was ninety two. Oh, 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 right, yeah. 
And then yeah, risky business. And we also have uh, we also have Ma- Martin Land. Uh, um, oh, sorry, Martin Land. Words. <laughs> Walter Matthau oh. saying this. Eat my short. Which I assume is a oh, that was that a Simpsons reference? Yeah, I don't know a cow, maybe, don't know a cow man. Be, eat my shorts was a Simpsons reference. I'm a liar. Home Alone was 1990, and I messaged Elis about this, but the score is done by none other than Alan Silvestri. That's right. And now I don't know if you heard this or not, but towards the end, like it sounded like they were playing uh, a whole new world on loop. Yes. <laughs> really? Yes, oh my indeed. God. I probably what? There's, it there's, oh my there's God. also some Jaws, like this. straight up Jaws ripoffs. There's there was just Jaws in the thing, beginning yeah. of the movie before they even showed who the score was. I was like, this is so classic, like '90s family movie. Like this has got to be one of the guys that yeah. did this, like one of the main guys. And then it's like music by Alan Silvestri, and I was like, yeah, that sounds right. I yeah. wish uh, I could almost pause this and find the clip just. So oh my hear. god! But I'll, I'll try to. It's I'll in try there. To edit it in. It's in there. Okay. I thought for sure you would hear it. It was like so obvious to me uh. and I looked it up and there's some other people posting online about it. Um, T. Batman. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. Like the whole end sequence where they're like getting married and stuff, mm. playing that song in the credits too, a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, it was funny that it was like so referential of that time, which I guess makes sense. Comedy movies now do the same thing. We'll be yep. like watching it later and be like, I don't remember what that was about. The spice must flow. Ah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So there's a whole, uh, you know, there's a whole lot of time spent in the ice fishing. Right. Yep. Lots of people, uh, you know, lots of fishing going on, shenanigans. Yeah. People losing. Walter Matthau loses his uh, Red Rider BB gun. No. Nope. Green Hornet. <laughs> yeah. Right. Was it really the called Green, Green Hornet? I thought yeah. he said it was called. Oh. The he Green said it's called the Green Hornet, but it's clearly a duck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So if you're ice fishing and you don't want to lose your pole, is like this a Jeff Walter Foxworthy Matthau joke? Did. Yeah. <laughs> you might be yeah. a Minnesotan grumpy old man <laughs> if. Uh, oh wait, no. That has, that would have to come at the, as the that's punchline. Right. Yeah, not that's the, right. oh, yeah, yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah. I messed no, up that joke. You're already doing it. You're like if you're ice fishing, if you're ice fishing, and uh, but anyway, if you're ice fishing, you got to be able to focus. That's right. That's right. And additionally, nobody wants to be old. So <laughs> this is you true. You can feel more youthful. And you could also be you get more that, creative. You get that fish focus. Yes. Um, Ariel, the character in this movie that Aunt Margaret plays, is an artist, as we see. Indeed. And one thing that can help your creativity is, you know, drinking this awesome product that reached out to us uh, called Magic Mind that I think we've been talking about. And um, that... It's a delicious. Green I don't have the list. Shot. <laughs> Sorry, that has, oh, I thought you were going to talk about how much you liked it. Oh, right. it has. It's you're supposed to drink it right after your coffee in the morning. It has adaptogens. It's green. It makes you feel more focused. It's it tastes to, really good. It's supposed to enhance what the coffee does, yeah, and you know, you, you know, it gives you less stress and anxiety during the day than like if you just drank like three cups of coffee, three cups or whatever of coffee. you normally yeah, do. Like you have, you, you can have your your cup of coffee, then you can have a magic mind. It's green. You can feel good about yourself. You can tell yourself that you had a salad. It's got lion's mane <laughs> mushrooms, ashwagandha, matcha, all natural ingredients, cordyceps, cordyceps mushrooms, and lion's mane mushrooms. But not the ones from the last. Of it's us. also sh- it's also got uh, in case of the those of you who might be curious, it's no sugar, nut free, vegan, keto, and paleo friendly. So there you go. Anyone can drink it. Okay, and uh, we tried it. It's very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We 
have also done keto at various points in our That's life. Right. So, so this, this would fit into that very nicely. Exactly. This would have been super helpful at that moment, but uh, <laughs> we liked it now. And you know what? If you guys like the sound of it and want to try it for yourselves, we have a special deal for you. You can go to www.magicmind.com slash SR, like sequel rights, but just the letters SR. And you can get up to 56% off your subscription for the next 10 days with this code. Again, the code the code here that you use when you get to that website is SR20, SR20. And again, the website is www.magicmind.com slash SR and use the code SR20 to get up to 56% off your subscription. And if, hey, if you end up liking it, write in and let us know. We can share it with Magic Mind people and they'll love it. Don't be grumpy. Check it out. Don't be grumpy. Have a Magic Mind. Oh, that was good. <laughs> 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 we can sell it to them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, back to the uh, back to the movie here a little bit. Um, what else? What else haven't we gotten to? We there's we've, there's we've talked of... we've talked about the improbable pairing of uh, Kevin Pollock and Daryl Hannah. <laughs> yeah. And the and the weird. Uh, I you used to in high school you used to watch me through the window. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and then she was so like, it, it's like there's every every part of this is wrong. There's a lot she, of she left it open. Watching yeah. through windows in this movie. Yes. Like like father like son. Okay. Because yeah. Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon are also all they do is sit and stare creepers. At the They're big old creepers. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, see, so yeah, it's a whole thing where she says that, you know, well, I knew you were watching. That's why I left the windows just open. Just uh, to tease you. Yeah, it's, it's okay. And now they're in love. And now he's the mayor. <laughs> now he's, he's oh, the Dece- yeah, he's, he's the, the mayor and they're in love. <laughs> he's the December mayor. <laughs> oh, my God. The December mayor. The December Coming mayor. to CBS Come, yeah. <laughs> to replace Bluebirds. I have no idea That's the a answer to this finale. question. <laughs> But obviously, there. Yes, there's a sequel. Do we think that those two are together in the sequel? I think that they are. I bet. Oh yes. my god! Why not? You think they have like a new kid that's gonna say like, "Oh, another grandpa." Kid. Why are you so grumpy, Grandpa? Yeah. That's well, fun. yeah. She has one daughter in this. Yeah. Who like gets a lollipop but doesn't Why really have so many grumpy, lines. Grandpa? Yeah. She. She. I think they just put her in front of the TV and they're like, "Yeah, go away." Yeah. No child star check in this week though. Oh yeah, they didn't list who it was. No, I, I know who she is, but I don't need to talk about her this week. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Spoilers. Uh, no, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is interesting that both these gentlemen are widows. Right. I was wondering, like, I mean, I guess I wasn't actually wondering, but in my mind, I was like, in real life, at least one of these guys is gay. Yeah. Even if he didn't know about it till later. Sure. You know? But... Yeah, it is interesting, though, because it wasn't like they were both widows and they were both like, my wife was a saint, you know? Like, yeah. the woman that they fought over ended up marrying Jack Lemon and apparently sucked. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it sounds like she maybe cheated on him yep. or just was not a very uh, good wife or wasn't present or something. They never say how any of them died. But, um, and yeah. Margaret. it's a a long con Um, but no yeah it is interesting because at one point you know he's like you stole her from me too and jack lemon's like dude she sucked your wife that you actually had was way better why are you mad at me and walter rather was like it was important to me right like like that that's a very stubborn dude thing to say yeah but uh yeah it is interesting i I also maybe got the uh feeling that maybe jack lemon's wife is not dead she just is out of the picture. Oh, could be. Yeah. Maybe. 
I mean, yeah, like not to, you know, if you lose your kid in Vietnam, that's definitely a separation yeah, for sure. causing events. Yeah. And he hadn't had mm-hmm. sex in 15 years. He did 15 say that. 15 years. Which, which, is, which was a low-key AIDS joke, which was like, ah. Yeah, that's why they're like, <laughs> yeah, that was really weird. Yeah. Because then, oh, then, yeah. then they're like, I think we're safe. I think we're that's safe. What the, yeah, that's oh, what that was. Yeah. Are you sure? Because yes. I thought that the joke well, yeah, was cause... that she was saying, like, you're going to uh, finish immediately, and so I'm not worried about no, no. anything. Because why else would he bring up the whole, like, no, he's like, no, kids no, these no, days no, are all about like, you know, No, he was like, now we have to practice safe sex. Right, yes. Like, you didn't care. Like, like, syphilis has existed forever. That's not what we're talking about. No, we're talking about, like, she's, like, they're not talking about having kids. Yeah, Uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, it was. uh, She's only 52. It's definitely possible. Sure. It's not probable. Yes. But it is possible. (laughs) So I just thought she was basically saying, like, yeah, you're not going to be able to make that happen, sir. Like, because you are. I took took it to be more problematic than that. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because because you asked about the, like when was the last time you had sex and he was like 1978 and she's like you're good <laughs> yeah oh we're good <laughs> there weren't any STDs then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay <laughs> but uh, this is my the other friendly time of every person that you ever read about in history had syphilis <laughs> <laughs> yeah yikes Abraham Lincoln syphilis. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, they have sex. They do. They make it happen. Everyone's happy in the morning. Like, it's the best thing ever. That's right. Which I thought was kind of funny to see Jack Lemmon just like, I'm going to make some eggs. Do it, doing, his, doing his risky business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty fun. Yeah. He felt alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, it, 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 uh, it leads to all the drama that happens later on. That's right. Like, uh, you know, Walter Matthau's character literally trying to kill him. Almost. <laughs> like, on the, on yeah. the ice. Yeah, I was like, this is so extreme. Like, pushing his, his uh, you know, ice house all the way into the fucking, like, thin ice. Which, again, like, this Dangerous is... Dangerous and, like, just, like, horrible. This yeah. is toxic, like, masculine behavior at, right. at its core. Where, like, for whatever reason, I agree with you, Liz, there's no reason that Dan Margaret would choose Jack Lemmon. But, like... That's what happens. She's being nice to everyone in the neighborhood. She mm-hmm. chooses this guy, and and like the whole like third act of this movie is about like Walt, is Jack Lemmon removing himself from the equation mm-hmm. so that it opens up the lane for Walter Matthau, and it's just like what the fuck is that horse shit? Like that is such <laughs> insanity. No one at any time ever says like. Oh hey, do you like me? Do you like him? Do you like yeah. either of us? Yeah. Are you a homosexual or a heterosexual? <laughs> like, right. are you bisexual? No, you know, like it's like do she you clearly want to. You know, she clearly liked him. Like she could have picked whoever she wanted. And right. She picked him. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. I do maintain that it's only because Ossie Davis yeah. went and died. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, I think that, potentially. I think, that that's, I think that's correct. But yeah. like the idea, like the whole way that this transpires is gross. Yeah, I mean, at any age, yeah, with any, any age. woman, you, yes. you should not be like, well, I guess I will like step aside so I'll that aside. this guy can have her. It's like, does you even know she? There's, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you have no agency here. We're right. making all the decisions. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. It's so it's, noble. So yeah. It's, it's terrible. But then she ends up fucking him. Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> which, which is even more bad. She's like marrying him. They already fucked earlier. No, no. I mean, like, like it's implied that she fucks Walter Matthau for a no, little bit. Really? Not. No, yeah. I didn't think so. Okay. I thought that they were just hanging out and being friends, and that they. Well, he has it. her arm around her at that one. point. Yeah, no. I think, I think she's just it. letting him do that yeah. to annoy. Because uh, she makes a look like I still have feelings for. Him I don't think they did anything. Yeah. Okay. I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not blaming her if she did. I'm just <laughs> That's saying. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bored. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I did like. Uh, we, <laughs> She's not ice fishing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> we talked about how she was an artist, and I, I was just remembering back with other scenes, like with Walter Matthau. Yeah. Uh, I love that she has that like statue, that oh, huge right. statue of her husband. Yeah. And it's like. So huge that like his genitals are like at eye, eye level. level. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah. But, she has a lot of insane art. Her house kind of sucks. Yeah. Too much. She's crazy. It's kind of an insane movie to talk about because it's basically one bit sustained mm-hmm. over an hour and 40 minutes. Um, one bit that's already been playing out for 50 years. years. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the latest version. Right. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, they the the last big thing to happen is like everyone is saying like you gotta you gotta like reconcile with this guy on Christmas. Like go down to what was that place called? Like slippery 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 or something like that. Which also, I thought it was pretty clear that like he was Jewish because he even talks with his son about like oh yeah we used to have latkes on Thanksgiving or yeah. whatever. Oh, right. And then and also his name is like Max Goldman or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his kid's name is Jacob. But like they. They also are celebrating Christmas or something. Like, I don't know what the deal is, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Max Goldman's character, uh, that character Walter Matthau plays, uh, goes down to the bar to kind of like try to make up with Jack Lemon's character and it doesn't go well. And Jack Lemon leaves and has a heart attack on the way out. Right. The telltale the whole, arm grab. The whole movie, like they, they have this whole really funny. Oh, you watched House of Usher. <laughs> 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 the whole movie they like in the in the beginning too they have this funny bit about talking about all their different friends and how they died or whatever and they're like yeah. lucky bastard he died in his sleep and all this right. stuff and so it's interesting that it finally affects them and you finally see that like max actually cared like i thought the i thought it was a little bit moving when he like goes into the hospital room and says like i'm his friend yeah yeah no that was good even though the movie was like did did that get fully earned i don't know let me ask you this. So uh, the the question they wanted to ask is, it's a two-part question. Yes. One, what was your favorite prank that one of them played on each other? Uh, and then two, is the one with the roof and the hose a thing? That's like, what, what is I that? was going to ask yeah, you, like, what Justin. Is that? is that a real thing? It probably is, but I've never, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I never was doing any pranks like Cause that. Because then he so. was like, you have to use hot water? How I didn't understand. I didn't understand what was supposed to happen. I think you're. I think you're just loosening the snow. Oh. So that when there's any sort of movement, it will fall off the roof. Otherwise, it'll just sit there. Right. Because it's like frozen. There's like part of it that's frozen onto the roof. Oh, really? It won't so fall when the door closes or whatever? No. It wouldn't. So, so like you're so using they, the water so to they like accurately it. execute it on Buck Henry later in the movie. Yes. Okay. See, I thought he was saying you have to use hot water because then it would melt and make like murderous icicles. That's what I was worried about. I think hot water, yeah, hot water just probably loosens it better than, you know, whatever. Like, have someone... you guys seen the lovely boats? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, don't but I don't do, remember. I will not explain why. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, anyways. Um... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I was just like, what, were they trying to freaking kill somebody? Like, I don't want to do that prank. No, 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 yeah. I think um, it's just like when he slams the door, it would have fallen. Yeah, I mean, the best prank is probably the TV control. I, I was, I absolutely right? agree. Yeah. I also, I do like the, I do like the fish. The fish in the car. The fish is oh. mean. That's insane. But I That's thought it was lot. great because, like, I love the moment when he's, like, in Chuck's, like, he's like is it me? Shop. Yeah, and he's like, it's a horrible smell. Do I smell? And then Chuck uh. is like, no, no, it's, it's, it's not. No, he says it. He, he says, says it, it is you. Yeah. yeah. And he plays along because he knows yeah. that it's, like, Jack Lemmon playing a joke. Oh, man. I thought that was fun. And, uh. Because it would just be so sick, I'd probably be puking if that was happening for me. Yeah, I guess I would just find it immediately. Like I would have already known before it even got that bad. Because I can find those things. But I, I think that that, that, is, that is a true thing about men of that age. They just be like, Ugh. right. Yeah. It, would, oh, it, it might would, be me. Yeah, it would yeah, sit yeah. there and decompose. I think yeah. that's one hundred percent real. The the channel one was funny, but I kept just thinking like, uh, you can still see the numbers when it goes back. Like just write them down. Like I don't know. Right. It's and, but be he, in was the like, he was like, he was like. Yeah, yeah. I think it would have been better if he was like watching something else other than the lotto. Yeah, but, um, it was a clever. It was a clever. He was about to character. lose his house too. <laughs> oh right, and he was like, still playing the lotto. Yeah, no, yeah. Like he really needed the lotto because he was like, I might be able to have a place to live. it's pretty grim. Yeah, it's pretty grim. Oh man, it's all right when he gets him back to with the hose just in the window. Yeah, That's pretty, pretty funny. funny. It's like yeah. he preserved it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um. The movie ends with a wedding. But I did like her dress. Yeah. I mm-hmm. thought it was actually really pretty and yeah. tasteful. If we didn't, you know, if the movie came out in, you know, 19, you know, if you were watching it in 1993, you were probably like, oh, my God, he died. Right. Which I liked that, but we know that there's a sequel. But yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that they're all dressed in black and they play this. Well, and they're really trying long. to have this whole conversation, like they're going to a funeral. Yeah, he's like, like are you ready for this and all this stuff? Yeah. And then Burgess Mara is like, get your fucking asses in here. Yeah, and he takes off his, like, black jacket, and it's a tux. I like that. It's super creepy that he, like, kisses her on the mouth, like, way too long, though. Yeah. Everyone's just so creepy to her, the whole movie. It's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, also, weird. no Bechdel test. She never speaks to Daryl Hannah. Not yeah. even once. Okay. <laughs> I, I almost was, when you said that, I was almost like, are there any other women in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, Daryl Hannah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. She no, never no. says, like, I'm in love with your father. We're getting married. Yeah. Or, or yeah. anything else. Because to be Bechdel test, they'd have to be talking about something other than him. But they don't even speak at all. Yeah. Even the lady, uh, the convenience store ice fishing oh, lady right. doesn't yeah. talk she to doesn't any doesn't ladies talk to any other women. Yeah, and the the movie, like, we see Daryl Hannah and Kevin Pollock get together because, like, she keeps the curtains open again. And it's like, <laughs> oh, God. There's no one else to choose except your pervy next door neighbor. <laughs> Proximity. Yeah. If you're going to leave the curtains open, well, you have to do, like, yeah. a Taylor Swift style message, but not, like, actually change clothes. Right. That's just like, what. Proximity is definitely more of a thing, I feel like, in the Midwest. True. <laughs> People are just like, who's here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's true. I think that's right. I think that's right. <laughs> is that why you left? Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Oh, God. Who's here? <laughs> oh, God. Well, uh, you want to talk a little bit about, like, we didn't even mention the the director of this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So uh, this guy, uh, I looked him up as we were watching, and he is pretty interesting. Donald Petrie, right? Donald Petrie. I think that's how you say it. Uh, I, mean, I, I don't honestly know. If you had to guess, Petrie, Petrie. Uh, well, first of all, everyone knows him first and foremost for creating the Chicago television universe. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, 
your Chicago MD, Chicago Fire. He created those? Yes, he did. I thought it was like a Dick Wolf no, no, situation. No, no, yeah. He's just a director. He's just oh, a director. Oh, okay. He didn't, like... he didn't create. But he's, he's one of the main producers. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got yes. it. Okay. Uh, he, he brought you your Mystic Pizzas. Oh. Uh, he uh, did Miss Congeniality and Ooh. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Uh, the Rich or Rich movie back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's connected to Nia Vardalos. Yes, he did my that that my life in ruins movie that oh. she was in. And then he went on like he did the uh uh, uh Welcome to Mooseport, Just My Luck, the as, Lindsay Lohan movie. Yes, as he was, so he basically got, kept making the same type of movie <laughs> until people got tired of those types of movies. <laughs> Um. Uh. But then found his stride again recently with the Comiskey method. <laughs> oh well, there you go. That's yeah, yeah, the answer. Yeah, yeah. That's the answer to the modern day. Okay. So yes, we we actually started like ruining the discussion for ourselves a couple days yes. ago. So we were like, who should be cast? And it is the Kaminsky method. Yes. People, that is absolutely. The I know. I think so. When I brought this up, Elis did nail it. That it is Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. Right. Like, but they are and, British, so they're not going to be out doing this hick stuff and. Minnesota. But they they would be very fun to watch in a movie like this. I would watch that. That would yeah. be delightful. It would be funny. Grumpy be funny. old gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> they're British. Uh, they're That's a development producer right there. <laughs> Grumpy old sirs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but, yes, Kaminsky Method, guys. I mean... <sighs> Like Clint Eastwood is so singular, he doesn't have like another guy that could go against him. You know, you know, it was somebody I was thinking of, like of how uh, like almost Canadian uh, Minnesotans, like Rick Moranis, in uh, a role like this with somebody else who's beloved of that lineage would be uh, pretty great. Yeah, if John Candy was still around. Yeah, that would that would be (laughs) that would be the dream movie. Uh, Yeah, that would be cool. Because like he's of that age, which is actually kind of crazy at this point. What's he even doing? Isn't he supposed to be doing some Honey, I Shrunk the Kids thing? Got punched. <laughs> oh, he did. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, yeah but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, this is one where, you know, it did, it did uh, you know, it came out. It did pretty well. It ended up making, let's see, it, it went on to earn $70 million in the U.S. and Canada, well above its budget Dang. of 35 Oh, my million. God. And it says that it grossed... Uh, Ten point four million internationally, so eighty point five million worldwide. So that's a pretty big, you know that that's kind of like in the realm of like a horror movie opening up for super low budget and doing big numbers these days. Um, so there's a grumpier. <coughs> Excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. grumpier old man. There is that comes out just two years later. Got to get everybody while they're still alive. And they do another movie together in between. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really talk about their relationship, but yeah, we did a little bit, but they're like a, you know, They're not even close to being done. Yeah, known comedy duo. They did like, they did that movie Out to Sea or whatever. Yeah. Is that the one you're talking about? Well, an odd couple is like the most famous. There's literally an odd couple too. Yeah, that's after this. Yeah, that's after After both of these. And then there's something in the middle of the two grumpy old men. I forgot which, but like. Oh, it was a Christmas movie in 93. Oh. Oh, I do want to say also this movie came out uh, one year after Newsies. So Anne Margaret should have been in the uh, pinnacle of her career because that is a masterpiece. <laughs> Justin is right. nodding his head no, shaking his head actually. So, That's right. Uh, and also don't forget that Anne Margaret played 
Juliet's mom in Santa Claus three. Also, Kevin Pollack plays Cupid in Santa Claus three as well. Yes. <laughs> I was like, this is a Santa Claus. Yeah, oh my God. And we did splash. Every single person <laughs> in these other than Jack Lemmon or Walter Matthau has been in some sequel. All right. Movie. So I'm going to talk through what was happening in the 1993 box office in December because it is prime time for these types of movies. Okay. We got number one with the bullet. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh my gosh. Okay. Then we got the Pelican brief off brand. Uh-huh. Then we got Wayne's World two. Then we're at Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Oh, okay. Then what beat (laughs) Grumpy Old Men, apparently, is Beethoven's second. (gasps) Yes! (laughs) Oh, my God. That's amazing. There's just so many choices for families. Adam's family values. That's what I'm like, you know. Uh, Yeah. Now all of them would be on streaming except for Grumpy Old Men, probably, because old people don't want to watch And streaming. then four, like five spots below Grumpy Old Men is Nightmare Before Christmas, and then right below that is Cool Runnings, which I was <gasps> definitely probably seeing again. Oh, man. Uh, also, just year. to clarify our mistake from earlier that I just looked up, uh, Home Alone was out in 1990. I already clarified the this. The sequel was 1992. Yes. Sorry. So they're already making fun of something that already got made fun of twice. Like, yeah, that's right. Millions I did, of like, other times. I, I don't feel like... I ended up like in the start of this movie, I was like, wow, this has the feeling of like a holiday classic that like, they just don't make movies like this anymore. Yeah. I don't know if I ended up feeling like that by the end of the movie or no. anything, but like it definitely starts off like, wow, this they has a, that same kind yeah. of like home alone vibe and everything. They well, have a nice relationship, but the romance is just so preposterous that I just could not get on well, board. Like, it, it doesn't yeah. get to like a place where it, Oh, it's, they, they find friendship and they get together. Like the, the, arc of this movie is like he gets to fuck again isn't that nice he's old right yeah and it's like oh, i don't know how much i care about that the golden bachelor found love yeah. <laughs> okay we're in between we're we're before the finale of golden bachelor justin oh are you trying to who is gonna win i think Teresa. Oh. you think Teresa? oh god i just don't want it to be her All right. i think so that- pretend that i a person <laughs> have no idea what you're talking about okay and describe to me why you think Teresa is going to win. I think that she, he she's going to win all, for all the reasons why they're always talking about like the, uh, we listen to this pot or I listen to this podcast called Decoding Reality. Yeah, yep. Call, uh, yeah. Shout out Decoding Reality. Yeah, yes. The the hosts on there are hilarious, and I just think they're funny to listen to, and it makes me interested in watching the show that my wife really wants to watch. Um, and uh. They're always talking about how, like, they have a theory that the bastard's always looking for, like, someone that makes their life easier and, like, everything's mm-hmm. easy with them. And I just feel like Teresa with her family is, like, more, like, a stereotypical, nice She's plug and play. Family. Yeah, she's, like, easygoing. They have the similar experiences. Like, they just had the, they just had the fantasy sweets nights, and there was that... The reason why I was like, they definitely fuck. Descri- describe <laughs> what happens in the Golden Bachelor fantasy suite. They have sex. <laughs> Maybe. Quite <Maybe>. clear. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Uh, but yeah, in the, in the, at the end, he's like, you know. He was, he was like, you know how I feel about you. And he made his face like, you. <laughs> he's like okay, And but he's like, my other... dick showed you how <laughs> Let me tell you, I feel. First of all, in honor of this movie taking place in Minnesota, yeah. Leslie, the other lady, okay. is from Minnesota. And she's hotter. And she's she can younger, still dance. Yeah, she's yeah. hotter. She's younger. And she went out with Prince. I mean, it's pretty dope. I just feel like he might not give a I shit about think that. that. He could never live up to Prince. Yeah. No, no, no. I just, you know, yeah. I don't know what he thinks, but like her, she's definitely have. She's definitely had more of a like troubled 
relationships in the past kind of thing and her family. Wrong side like, of the tracks. She's her, more like Ariel in this movie. Like yeah. quirky yeah. and big and loud and fun. Like and, you her know, dad died at a young Some age meth. When she was young. And like, <laughs> so their family didn't grow up in the... Like, Probably would run out the, the um, sauna naked and roll sure. around okay. in the snow. Right? All right. Um, but... So she's got she's got like a real history, and Teresa is like, oh, she's so nice, and everyone loves her. She's real. She's not a, that bright. Well, I don't like her. I'm just saying, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm but saying, no, I with think the that's Bachelor, I think they they're always gonna like a lot of men, not all the men, but some of the Bachelor men, they will go for like someone they can rescue and save who sure. like really needs them. So if someone is, like doesn't really need them, it's like, well, they'll be fine. I don't think he'll care at this point. He's old. <laughs> you think he's going to like want to rescue some, I don't know. Men are inherently, they want to rescue some woman. They also, I know we're going on a crazy tangent. Here, right. I'm like, they also like, they, they, they showed him making out with her like crazy. And no one else. They've showed them like make like kiss like like Lauren Boppert levels. They were on a Ferris wheel. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they were on the Ferris like wheel. Beetlejuice levels in Santa Monica, and they were like making out. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I enjoyed that. That was that was Golden Bachelor Corner. We yeah. will have Teresa we, will win. Yeah. Fittingly, I think that I enjoyed that segment very much. We will have a corner of this in our grumpier old men section where we talk about the finale. <laughs> Who will win? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Actually, it won't have aired yet. No, it won't have aired. Yeah. So we'll have to do it well, in our then spoiler list, Yeah, then, 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 then <laughs> listeners, if you want us to do a Golden Bachelor finale bonus Side episode, bonus. let us know. Uh, anyways, the point of this is that neither of these guys would be a good Golden Bachelor, but Ariel would be a fantastic Golden Bachelor contestant. Oh, yeah. Or Golden Bachelorette. She'd cause so much drama. And great. actually, Anne Margaret right now, I don't even know if she's married or what, but she would probably be a great... Because uh, <laughs> she's the only person in this movie that's still alive. <laughs> well, uh, of the older, no, the older yeah, generation. She's the only person Hard, that's hard still cut alive. to Kevin Pollack. Like, hey. <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. So is Daryl Hannah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh yeah, her spouse died in nineteen seven. Uh, sorry, nineteen <laughs> two thousand seventeen. Oh, okay, that's a lot different. <laughs> I was reading his uh, when they got married. Yeah, sorry. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I never fully was like in on this movie just because it is just so preposterous. Would it have killed them to just cast an age appropriate lady? Yeah, it probably would have. No, I mean, I, yeah, it probably would have. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, it's like, well, I don't know. You want to do the rating system? Yeah. Let's yeah. Do it. We're let's kind do, of in that uh, realm already. Yeah. How many uh, reckless snowmobile rides, uh, or actually, I'm sorry, geriatric reckless snowmobile <laughs> rides would you give? Hey, those were, that was pretty scary. Yeah. Uh, would you give uh, Grumpy Old Men? Uh, I give it five reckless snowmobile rides. Is that too many? That's high. Oh, okay. I was. Yeah, gonna go I, was I like, just think it's like a big nothing burger of a movie. I agree. Okay, fine. I'll give it three then. Okay. I feel like maybe I'll give it a four. That's Reck- what I was thinking. Four geriatric reckless this- snowmobile rides. Because like I do like you know they're. I guess I you know I haven't seen all their movies together or whatever, but I do like seeing like this classic duo, right? Kind of like doing their thing. They're still pretty funny together. You can tell yep. that they've like they have a rapport and they've done a million things. They were probably like making like improvising stuff on set and stuff. Um, but yeah, I agree that the, the movie starts off kind of with that feeling of like, Oh, this is going to be like a holiday classic. And then you're like going along and it's a little bit gross in the beginning with like the ogling of, 
and Margaret and like just being weird like that. And then, and then, yeah, it's just kind of like, Oh, I see why no one revisits this movie. I think it's a cookie cutter movie. Like, I don't think that there's actual characters. Like, I think it's just like, let's get these people together. It's like the equivalent of, and Ooh boy, I'm going to, uh, age shame some folks here, Mm. I suppose. But it's like, it's, it's actually not about the age thing. It's about the, like, Oh, let's do a romantic comedy with George Clooney and Julia Roberts. Like they have chemistry. Mm. Let's get them in there. Like what, what doesn't matter? Who cares about the script? Like, let's just get them up on screen. This is the type of movie that's popular at this time. It just feels very studio. Let's, let's get them together. I mean, I so don't even like, and I, and I would go see this, uh, like if these were actors that, you know, like if they made the Patrick Stewart and Elam Callen version of this, I'm buying a ticket. Right. Well, yeah, because it's them. <laughs> um, but like, I, I, I so don't even like care enough about my opinion about this movie that like I, I'll just go to back to four with you. Yeah. It feels like the kind of movie that you're gonna go back and watch and be like, oh man, I bet that there's a bunch of things in in, in this movie. I've heard of the movie because I think. You know the title is funny. yeah the title's funny yeah. uh, and, and this it's a great sequel yeah, title as well it's a great sequel title and so you kind of go into it thinking like oh I bet there's a bunch of things in this movie that I'm gonna watch and be like oh that's the re- like I have some friend Mm-mm. that I hate that always references like the fish in the car or something. <laughs> uh, but no you watch it and you're like oh there's none of those sequences that stand out as like oh this is an all time classic Mm-mm. sequence from a film that everyone loves or anything. So I that mean, never you happens. Just mentioned, you just named like 10 other movies that every movie in that list are like, oh man, like Home Alone, Beethoven, blah, yeah, you yeah. know, like we could all name some bit from yeah. one of those. But this like only because we just watched it, would we be able to name, you know, something. something. Yeah. And honestly, it's like, who knows if, a, if they made a movie similar to this with like current people, if it would do as well, it might just flop because right. people don't go to the movies as much. Yep. I don't know. but uh, Also, I feel bad that all the ideas we came up with were white people, so I'm going to come up with some uh, various ethnic uh, grumpy men later. That'd be great. Either either two old Asian guys or even an Asian guy and a black guy who don't like each other or whatever. Just whatever. I'll figure it out. That would be great. (laughs) I'd watch that. I'll pitch them by next week. I do kind of wonder why, uh, you know, if this movie was so successful, why they haven't, like, tried to bring it back. Right, right. IP is everything. Yeah. Someone will bring it back someday. Don't you worry. Sequel rights will be there <laughs> to watch. Uh, what would the prequel be called? Um, <laughs> old men. Grumpy. Ornery men. old men. <laughs> grumpy middle-aged men. Yeah. Soon to be grumpy. Uh Nope, sorry. Happy aging people. It's not even, it wouldn't even be a prequel. They just need to fully reboot I know, I'm it. Just yeah. I'm just just joking. Um, but yeah, so there's a sequel, Grumpier Old Men. We said this, it's two years later. We're going to be talking about it next week. Next week. Unscrupulous Gen Xers. And I don't know anything about it, really, other than that one thing that I already spoiled. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think all the same people are in it as far as I know. Yeah, uh, the only question I had was like if the Daryl Hannah will still be with Kevin Pollock. It's more interesting if they're not together. I can tell you the poster makes it look like it is not as much of a wintertime movie. Yeah. Oh. That's why we have this one coming out the day before Thanksgiving. It's perfect. Right, happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Thanks for spending your Thanksgiving Eve with us right. indeed. here on the podcast. And, you know, if you want to uh, reach out with your uh, 
you know, ideas of who should be in a modern day <laughs> grumpy old men. Uh, or if you tried magic mind, you want to let us know, uh, Elis, where can people reach out? Sequel rights at gmail.com. Uh, I also want to maybe grumpy old women. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know if any women are confident enough to be in a movie called grumpy. Old I women, know. I was but... like, I don't, I don't know if that leans into like bad stereotypes. Or don't something. care. <laughs> Representation is all that matters at this point. You got to right, take what you can right. get. No, just kidding. Uh, sequel rights at gmail.com or Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequel rights and rate and review whenever you can. Uh, helps other people find the podcast. We'll see you guys next week where we will determine if they truly are grumpier or not. If they're not grumpier, then guess who's going to be grumpy? The Golden Bachelor. The hosts. (laughs) The hosts are going to be grumpy, okay? All right. See you guys next week.